What is not written is not said. What is not written remains undone. Some things can be risked leaving to memory and others simply must be noted. These are referred to as noteworthy things. When you encounter the noteworthy that is backed by and based on the word of God, you have met the noteworthy. Welcome to the noteworthy with Teddy Podcast, brought to you by Reverend Teddy A. Jones. Get your mind in gear and your willpower engaged. The revolution begins now. Here is today's episode. Shalom Alekem. We have been reflecting on biblical examples of handling crisis and the lessons we can bring to bear upon our own current vexed situations. This morning, I declare hope over each person listening right now. You know, over the past few weeks, I was reminded of how easy it is to give off a false sense of confidence in the midst of turmoil as a man, especially. Males tend to be socialized, to always have it together and never appear weak or out of our wits. We often take this bravado into our faith walk and the situation is not helped by the fact that a lot of what happens in religious circles seem to promote a need to always be okay or suggest at least that all is always well. The Bible, however, doesn't have any such baggage. It gives us the bare essentials or the emotions and the grapplings of humans like us with their faith. The story of the man who brought his son to the disciples for deliverance from a force bent on his demise captures my mind and amazes me with its brutal honesty. We meet this father in Mark 9 verses 14 to 29. The story itself is located rather interestingly by Mark because it follows right on the heels of the transfiguration of Jesus before the eyes of Peter, James, and John on the mountain. There they heard the authoritative voice of the father from the cloud cementing Jesus' identity, approval, and affirmation. In the words, this is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Friends, these are words and messages that every child needs to hear from their father. These are wording every child needs to hear their father speak to them and about them to others. I am zooming in on the men listening today. I want to speak directly into your heart, mind, and soul today. You are the single most important human being in the life of your child or children. The words you speak to and about them will either slice their hearts into a million pieces 
or build a heart of steel, confidence, comfort, and courage to conquer their world. If you have been speaking words of death to and about your child, stop it as of now. If you have never spoken such words to and about them, start today. Whether you are there in their presence or you have to make that phone call to them. If you have been doing this already, time to take it up a notch. We can still save the next generation. The world is waiting on the fathers to rise and shape the next generation. Now, upon returning from this remarkable experience on the mountain, Jesus meets a crowd in uproar around the other nine disciples, and at the center of the fracas is a father in crisis. The fact that it is the boy's father who takes him for intervention stands out to me because in our society, it is most often the mothers we see at the clinics and hospitals with the children. Again, men, there is nothing written anywhere in stone that says that this is a mother's role. This father obviously was heavily vested in the rescue of his son from the forces that were out to end his life. I wonder if we have enough fathers in our world today who are prepared to do whatever it takes to get their children the help they need to deliver them from the power of addictive drugs, the clutches of the gangs, the appeal of gun violence and lottery scamming, and all the other destructive habits and ideologies eager to cut their lives short. The father here, very familiar with the boy's ailment, relates to Jesus that it has been a long battle with what he describes as an unclean spirit which renders the boy speechless, motionless, in an epileptic manner and flings him into water or fire with murderous intent. Can you hear the agony and pain in the man's voice. As a father myself, I can hardly bear the sight of my children with a fever, much less to have to live through what this man describes here. There is something I think our men miss about the emotions of parenting when we are not present as often as we should be to share with the mothers when the children are sick. This man obviously spent quality time with his son. Here is a man in crisis. Here is a man whose faith is under siege. His voice, lightly shaking, expresses the mixed emotions that plague us in crisis. Hope desperation, faith, doubt, sadness, expectation. Verses 22 and 23 contain the peak moment in this 
fascinating text. Listen, it says, But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. <laughs> now, I have to tell you, this exchange here, now, I have to tell you, this exchange here is one of the most accurate depictions of what I call a crisis of faith in a crisis. It is as real as real can get. Jesus challenged the man's faith, and the man responds as brutally honestly as he can. In one breath, he affirms his humanity's doubt and fears, and his humanity's extending of faith to the divine. Pretense is something the scriptures make clear God does not like. We fool only ourselves when we pretend that we are super spiritual or full of faith or full of hope in times of crisis. I think I speak for many men when I say our pragmatism often makes it hard for us to trust fully in what we cannot see. This father's confession admission is a remarkable hitching point for us. Lord, I believe, but please strengthen my unbelief. Daddy, I don't know what your crisis is this morning. Mr. Taxi Driver, I don't know what makes you doubtful this morning. But my brothers, I stand with you today. You may have your doubts, but if you dare to believe enough, to believe that Jesus can overlook those doubts, fix them, and fix your crisis, you are in good company, and you are on the path to victory. Lord, we believe. Please strengthen our unbelief and deliver our children from death and destruction. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast, Noteworthy with Teddy. This is Reverend Teddy A. Jones. You think about it? Let's talk about it. I look forward to your questions and comments. Use the social media links provided here to connect with me. If it's noteworthy, then others need to hear. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. See you on the next episode, DV. This podcast is made possible through the sponsorship of Avid Coaching Services. Avid Coaching Services, helping you to become all that you can and should be. Helping you to make that vertical leap from mediocrity to legacy. Check out Avid Coaching Services at www.teddyajones.com forward slash coaching. That's www.teddyajones.com forward slash coaching.